Nichelle Anderson, and I'm your host for my podcast show, Nichelle Anderson Short Stories and Beyond. So this right here is my season six. I'm very happy to be returning back and doing my show. <laughs> and I'm very excited about today's episode. This is basically a discussion where I wanted to kind of talk about why I emphasize love in my short stories or in my stories in general. All right, and um, you know, what's the whole purpose of that and why I felt that it's needed. So there's 10 reasons I'm going to talk about that, 10 reasons why I emphasize love in my stories and why it's important. So thank you so much for joining me today. If you're just joining me, I started this podcast six years ago, six seasons ago, and first it was weekly and I was like, kind of really a lot, but I kept my, my commitment to podcasting, got into it right before I guess everybody else we kind of got really popular. A lot of people was doing it. So my researcher said to do that weekly and I did. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to be able to sustain this because I want to do other things, which is my dream, which is filming. I went to two times a month and then now I decided going into this season, going forward for a while, it's definitely going to be once a month. So that will help me to commit as I have been ever since I started this six seasons ago to release the podcast episodes on time and be consistent in that so I do ask that you you know still follow my podcast show I do have another podcast show it's called surviving your journey to a success it talks about you know motivating I love motivating people I'm talking about the journey our personal life and our work life because it can get really stressful and we deserve to have mental peace so do check out that podcast and share it all right I am going to look in the future to consolidate and have per- have available to purchase my previous seasons and it's going to be breaking up in individually of my short stories so you have Malay short stories season one and so forth with my other ones that I do like Atlantis and Mahogany all right let me get into the NFTs before we talk about today episode so my NFT collection so excited about that if you didn't catch my premiere show where I talked about that I am going to bring out and release a, a bonus but Last month, I talked about that, my journey, how when I, 2019, when I mentioned a sword that Princess Aminia was going to have, that's the future series of Nahar and Princess Aminia, Commune Leadership. But that one, I mentioned that King Milan gives her this sword and she used it in one of the battles and she wins. But anyhow, fast forward, I really got into the NFTs in 2022, to be honest with y'all. And I kind of knew a little bit about like going into summer, but it was just kind of really light, not a lot. And really got into it like, you know, I think I'm going to do this. I think this would be a wonderful thing for my brand and my mission and my dream of my book. And so that's what I did. And then towards like the end of my season five in the summer, this past summer, I was just telling the story about these pyramids. It's going to be 10,000 pyramids, pixel. And it's about the sword that is a mystery of who took it. And next thing I know, I'm like, wait a minute. I wrote about this. It was like in 2018. So it was like going all over, like, like all over again as when I wrote my book and all the memories that started coming in. And I was just writing freehand. It was just coming out. So it's divinely sent. So you definitely got to check out when I release the mint date to get one of them. And one of them is going to be responsible for taking the sword. It's a whole bunch of other stuff too out of the 10,000. So just to kind of get into that and then right quick, don't forget to join the Discord because I do a lot 
I'll release some music. My album is coming out soon. And if you haven't already, checked out and download my song, When Love Was Divine. I have some singers on there, a rapper, and I'm on there as well. So just to get back to this NFT and do follow Mole World. So Mole World is focusing on pretty much everything, but mainly the NFTs. I am going to come out with Mole Token, where in the future you can use that to purchase our merchandise. So that's in the future. But right now, my NFT collection, the first one is Pyramid Mystery Temple Reunion, PMTR. So it's going to be 10,000 NFTs a pixel on Pyramids. It's going to be on the Ethereum blockchain. The mint date is going to be sometime later this year or by next year. Um, they're going to be nine traits. The symbolism is going to be in astrology, mathematics. That's where the pixels come in. And it's going to be a serial number type catalog. So that makes it more unique and rare. It's going to be assigned to all of them. They can be in their own categories. And based on that, it also have meaning because the pyramids back in the day always had a numerical and astrology type meaning. And that's where the ancients kept the knowledge. That's where the schools were. And in my book, and you go to my book before the NFTs in 2022, when I wrote that over 20 years ago, I called that um, the mystery school of thought. And look at that. You know, I just noticed that. I just realized that that's now live. And my NFT, oh my gosh, I'm not going to cry. My NFT pyramid oh my god i'm about to cry isn't that something it all fits you know you got to get into this the mystery oh my god pyramid mystery temple reunion i didn't want to collect you school but now when i'm thinking about it oh my gosh it all goes back to when i wrote that book and i was calling it the mystery <laughs> the mystery school oh my god i'm about to cry oh my goodness um mystery school of thought and that's where the knowledge would count and people went to school and taught and you know the higher elite or what have you and about all types of things, right? And here I am, fast forward in 2022, about to release my NFT and talking about the pyramids itself. So it's an epic story about that type of genealogy and how it all trickles down and connects Oswell, Princess Amelia, and King Milan. But nonetheless, let me get through this. <laughs> I don't want to make it a long podcast, but you know, you get so busy because you do other things and you do this and that, and it comes to you and do it, and you come like, oh, wait a minute. That's like happened when I realized, oh my goodness, I mentioned in 2019 about this sword that King Milan gave to Princess Amina when she was doing one of her this rites of passage, and she used that sword. So I'm asking people that are following me, do you think this is one of the swords that they're looking for that's missing? Is it one of this ten of the ten thousand? And which one? And who took it if that's the case? And then they selected the Malay warrior. Did he found it or did he did not? So that's kind of interesting in that and it's just going to be epic because i'm coming up with a second collection of the lion so hot tie i'm telling you get it all right and i am going to bring uh, another podcast out just a bonus to talk about that it's going to be male and female pyramids it's the energy that the manifestation of it is the physical plane that makes it a pyramid we call it right and anyway so there's a surfboard that's connected to it there's different backgrounds in it and the swords itself um that that we're talking about in the story itself it's going to be 24 main hutata swords and out of that is 10 at a different level and then i go through the breakdown of that which i will talk about that later the website is being worked on so do check that it's going to be moleworld.com all right so kind of getting off that and going into what we talked about last last month just a recap we did episode 62 and definitely go check out that it's a, it's a premiere show so you kind of catch up to what happened in the finale and that was in the premiere show last month it was titled in the wind of time there is a new beginning so that was episode 62 it was released on september the 19th my premiere return so now we're going to get into the show okay so today's show is about love 10 reasons why i emphasize love in my stories 
and do follow us on YouTube. So right quick, number one, let's get into this. <laughs> why we have to, why I emphasize love, let's put it that way. It started from my book, Mitzrayam, a memoir of a past life in ancient Egypt. If you haven't been with me for a while, I'm going to even say it. If you haven't purchased it, please do. And please leave a positive review. I really need to promote that. And if you have already bought it, please go back and leave a review. It does help. And I really appreciate it if you do. So, Moments of Love in Ancient Egypt was a theatrical production when I came to Atlanta that instead of going straight to film and I'm not getting into that long story of misguided to focus on play which I always felt my movie was never supposed to be a stage play and that's not what I saw when I was seeing these memories to just write it and I did and sure enough here we are I have really nothing to really connect to an actual like play like it was always some issue with when I did the play right and I'm like you know I'm so tired of this I should just focus on what I came to Atlanta to do that's make my book feature film what I knew it was going to be I was right all along and that's what I'm focused on going forward and so I moment I was asking myself when a nice lady at one of the theaters what you going to name your play at that time I was like I don't know what I'm going to do because it's so you know it got so many parts to it and I was like you know what if I think about it what made really came the memories to come forward and I thought about this music and then I thought about the main concept of it was basically love so that's how I came with moments of love in ancient Egypt because I wanted people to relate because I didn't at that time when I wrote the book I didn't think people was going to connect to it to kind of like oh Egypt and would it be ready to talk about Egypt in the sense of the real history of Egypt and what they look like and so forth and I said I have to put ancient Egypt on it so that's how I got Mole M-O-L-I-A-E moments of love in ancient Egypt so the 10 reasons why I emphasize love in my short story number one love is everlasting and we all seek it and in my book Princess Amelia and Danielle King Danielle go through that because they both want it even though their paths was kind of different the experiences but they end up meeting one another but they both want it so for those that are not of the true light of giving wants to take rather than give so I hone on the positiveness of what love was giving from birth and onward so in the book there's a moment where she's on Damal Palace in Zimbabwe and so they had this conversation and that's the part of the giving communication is giving because you're trying to figure out what's going on what you need what I need and you come to a compromise that's love love is compromise marriage is compromise if you're just dating that's compromise and that's love you're not taking you're not ignoring what needs to be done you're not making a big thing you want this and that that's control and so love is everlasting and it's a 360 number two I also use love, the reason why I do that, as a medium to connect the differences into a common ground, but always wanting to see how it turns out by choices, either by you or by someone else. So I do use that as the streamline when I'm sharing these characters and their stories. Number three, our free will is love to honor. And number three, again, our free will of love is to honor our individuality so you should be able to feel comfortable when you're in a relationship with someone else when you could just express who you are you don't want to take your shoes off whatever don't want to comb your hair you comb your hair whatever you want to do you're being you and so when you have that free will to be you that's love that's loving yourself and the other person's loving you and vice versa you're loving them for you to be yourself so i do that in a way where it's coming to a conclusion and the other person is willing to accept the other person for who they are. Number four, sharing is vital in relationships. And in my book, of Mitzrayam, my memoir, hones on the sharing of prior experiences and sharing of friendship and honor. I know it was like some areas in the book where they abused that friendship 
and so forth. And then you choose to either stay in it or you stay out of it. And that's the beauty of loving and understanding what relationships are. It's basically keeping it in balance. And when it's not, you work towards that to keep it in balance. Number five. Now, I endure emphasizing love in my stories because it is like the meat and potatoes and dessert, really, because it makes it all gel together. And love, you know what, when, let's just talk about this, jealousy and envy. It's a negative energy, but people roll up in it and then expect positive things to last forever. But really, in my life as I grew older and I had experience of that being done to me by them reeling in that energy, um... It's really sad and it's misery when you really think about it. It's misery, I believe now, as I analyze, why did they do that? And I didn't do that to them, but they did that to me. And this can be friendship, this can be coworkers, this can be in a relationship, and you love this person and they have that energy and that perspective. They're not really sitting down to see what's really wrong and willing to fix it. And really what it is, is their inability to think that they are able to be loved, even though you're showing them love. I know that's kind of deep, I just went there, but I just went there because you know what, I'm tired of it. And I just want the world to be able to understand what love is. You can get it, you can love and accept yourself, like I said in the other previous um, examples here. And it's just hard for people to do that. It's always like crushing that, I definitely question it now because I was on the other end of that emotion for from people and it's it's just wrong and it's the toxicity when you could do something about it so i emphasize that love is everything and so many people want it and then so many people don't think they can get it and then they express that in that negativity which always end up emptiness so number six when i share king milan and queen hagar love it is of the true love of bonding enormous respect they have for one another i like doing that because that helps to put it out there it does exist it can't happen you know I know we got all this stuff going on it's like it's hard to believe but it can happen and true love does exist and that's where all that other negative energy come when come about when you see that in other people and they're expressing that negativity towards people that actually have that and it should be the opposite you should be happy for them and so I talk about these relationships in a balanced way. They're communicating right, they're showing love and affection. We need that. Those That's the seed that keeps humanity going. It deals with compromise, number one. It deals with respect, number two. All right, now we're gonna move on to number seven. Love is freedom. Ability to choose what your heart wants and desires is that's the most ultimate thing and that's what your heart seeks and want a peaceful experience, positive love. To me, it's only love. Anything else is not really love. It's just negativity. Number eight, another reason is that love is abundance. And why I emphasize that in my stories is that when we all seek the reinforcement of that, we gain our own power of self. Because so many people want to be accepted and not just really just accept themselves, right? It's the ultimate human life experience to have love for yourself and love for someone else that is abundance that's the harvest and it's that balance of you know learning things and making choices and doing the experience of the consequences and understanding and accepting and forgiveness which i point to my podcast show i go into that surviving your journey towards success but love is abundance when we seek the balance of ourselves and accept who we are and accept the other person that we're saying that we love we need to show it right so i do that in my podcast show doing the dialogue and the conversation and experiences number nine love is my way of giving to the world like just the other day 
I'm seeing here that on my social media, I failed. This is a really good one. It was on my Twitter, on my Twitter account. I just came across this tweet where there was a discussion. It was on someone else's thread, but it was definitely on Twitter. And they was just saying they gave up on finding love because they just can't find it. And I know how hard it can be. And my heart just kind of like, oh man. And so when I write my stories, I write my stories to keep the hope alive. You should not settle and you should not be in a relationship that, that the person doesn't love you, they're hurting you or they're hurting someone that you love, right? And they're doing that in front of you and all that crazy stuff and, and not being committed to the relationship. So I write my stories to give hope that it is possible and it will be, you know? And everybody deserves that is worthy in the sense of doing good deeds, not that negative crap that to find their soulmate. And that's what they was tweeting. Like, I just gave up. A lot of them were saying, I'm like, oh my gosh. So it gave me more motivation to keep going, writing my stories, staying the course, and keep motivating people and, and talking about these worlds and different things. And even the pyramids, my NFT, where they're married, they have children. It's just like a reunion, a class high school reunion. <laughs> um, I got to get into that. That's another podcast. But yeah. So anyhow, that's number number nine. I just want to say those that want to give up, that don't give up and still have in your heart that it's possible to meet your soulmate. It's possible. And that's what in my book, Princess Amelia and King Danielle did. And in my stories that I write, you can still find your soulmate. And that's why I put love in my stories. Number 10, love is loyalty, overly abundance, victorious. So victorious emotion. So it's energy, positive energy, intended with no disruption and only flowing energy. So that's why I named my production, Mole, Moments of Love in Ancient Egypt. And I believe in love. I'm going to wrap this up today that love is power because love is like a spectrum, right? Um, in the skies and it's vast and it's powerful energy. And once you understand that, you won't tolerate any crap from anybody else. And at the same time, you know who you are and you know when you need to move. Because when you're in a particular situation where it's not loving you, you move on when you know what love is and love is power. So I write that in my stories to reinforce that as well as give people hope about relationships. The proper way a relationship should be, which is honor, respect, you know, good communication. It's humbleness and it's peaceful and it's giving, always giving. And that's what makes me happy when I write these stories that I can create this world and this, these messages. I always give a message that forward moving is the best way and that is love. All right, so that's going to wrap me up today with my podcast show. Hope you enjoy this. Please follow and share it. Please go to malay.com and check out our merchandise as well as molaybeauty.com. Check that out. We've got some really goodies over there and I really do appreciate you and look out for the NFT launch of my the mint date. That's coming out soon. I'm going to do another podcast on a breakdown of that and as well, check out my music. My music is out. My song, When Love Was Divine. If you love it, share it and talk to you in the next one.